Hey, what's going on? It's Greg Santos. Welcome to CEO Life. Today is May 24th, 2020. And it's going to be a long night. I was feeling really low energy. I had a big headache earlier. And I was trying to put off going to sleep because it was, I don't know, like 4.30 in the afternoon at the time. But I couldn't help it. I was so exhausted. So I took an 18-minute nap. But that 18 minutes turned into three hours. So I go upstairs, I lie on my bed, and I am just trying to get to sleep. And just sleep through the night. But it's apparent that that's not going to be the case. So... Just got to accept it, and now I'm just thinking, well, what things can I get done? How can I make the best of this time? What are some things that I've been putting off and I can start working on tonight? I'm, I already know that I'm not going to be able to sleep till like 1 o'clock in the morning. So it gives me ample time just to sort things out. I'm going to go to uh, to Big Bear with my family. In about 15 days. So I'm really looking forward to that. We're going to be staying in a really, really nice cabin. I mean, it's really, really nice. Like this big floor-to-ceiling windows. Just a beautiful log cabin. You can walk right out to the lake from our backyard. And my first thoughts are, I can't wait to film content for my Instagram. I can't wait to like really put like film some quality stuff. So I'm going to take some time and organize that. I'm at the point where it's time to create a bunch of content again and batch it. So I can just focus on other things and I can, you know, slowly release those things out as as we go. But today I was watching so past 2 days and even before that, but mostly the past two days, I've been really watching these uh, Mike Tyson podcasts that he that he comes out with, the interviews guests. Now, what I like about this podcast is Mike Tyson is a very, very loving character, very loving character. And I feel like I can relate to Mike Tyson and by nature, I do have this very loving and caring character. And I can relate to Mike Tyson mostly because I was once very insecure as well. Very, very insecure. And I wanted people to like me. And... Man... And I just had this very, very loving nature. As I'm getting older, I'm starting to form some opinions in terms of what what I stand for. And now it's I'm at the point where it's like I am standing for something. And I'm happy with who I am. And I don't feel the need to search out external validation from from people 
And from this frame of feeling worthy within myself, I am able to direct this love towards somebody else and really lift them up. And that's very fulfilling. It's very, very fulfilling. And I know that I can't get anything done. I can't really make the impact that I want to make if I'm not really 100% true to who I am. And I've been having a lot of resistance the past few months because I feel that I've been disrespecting some old friendships that I've had, some relationships that I've had, because I'm sharing my story. And I'm really sharing how I feel. Now, I do want to take some time to express that when I was in high school, man, I had such a great time. I had really awesome friends. Looked out for me, took care of me. Their parents took me in, um, just like I was their was just like I was their own. It never like never had any issues with them, and, I, and I'm very lucky to have them because the people I was hanging out with middle school weren't were headed anywhere. I think maybe three or four of them dropped out of high school of the people that I hung out with. We were all, they're all headed towards the wrong direction. And my basketball teammates put me onto the right direction. And, you know, talking to their parents and talking to them, they really valued education. But I, I, I guess I kind of valued it, but I didn't really care too much about it. I cared more about making people laugh. I cared about the short term positive emotions and I I put off my future and surely enough my future came and my friends were all going to universities and then here I am going to community college you know feeling really dumb but community college is actually a it's it's a really good alternative it's a really good option it's a good option to start off with but I wanted to go to like frat parties. I wanted to have that awesome college experience that's portrayed in the movies because that's what I believe college to be like. And I was very envious of my friends because I believed that that's the kind of life that they were living. Meanwhile, community college, everybody just kind of does their own thing. There's not really that college feel to it. And for a while, I felt like I missed out on that experience but you know in hindsight everything really fell into place for the better and I don't and I'm really happy that I went down the path that I went down because it led me to where I am today I have no idea where I would be without first going to community college and figuring stuff out at that level. But, you know, I think education is very important. I think I think people need to educate themselves in some way. 
is college the the answer? For some people, it is. For some people, it helps put them in situations and opportunities that they would never have to deal with again. And it helps them escape a life that is headed towards the wrong direction. And college saves a lot of people. And and for others, you know, college isn't the best option for them. But I, I will say that I do wish that I had my degree. And even though I'm not headed in a field where people are are questioning my degrees, and I'm actually giving, like, a lot of people in my Money Hustlers calls that show up have their bachelor's degree and are working on their master's degree, even though I don't have it, even even though, like, you know, they still listen to me because I, 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 ha- I have education in a different way. I think it would be great to still say that I had it, not for, like, oh, for opportunities or or because it looks good for me or for not for outside opinions, but because it would make me feel fulfilled inside myself and has, it has nothing to do with other people at all. And I'll tell you what, one of the, the, the greatest things that's ever happened to me was these past five years. And for me to want to get a degree for me, and not because I feel pressure to do so. It, it really makes me feel great. Because the trap of wanting to be liked by people. And doing what it takes to, to get this validation. Is such a sad way to live. It's not fun. It's depressing. If you you're living in the more so in the moment, you're not really thinking about the future and the long term. You're really looking to get instant gratification, and if you want to achieve huge amounts of success, you can't be so hell bent on feeling good right now. As a matter of fact, I believe. The greatest joys come from delayed gratification. Because you appreciate it more. You appreciate things more when you work for them. Because you have to have discipline to go through the struggle and to make more difficult choices and to go through some emotional turmoil. For a greater reward. And when that greater reward comes. It's it's almost unbelievable. And it feels fantastic. And I'm headed towards. I'm headed towards that direction even more so. Like something really big and grand's coming for me. Because I'm putting in work. Every day. Putting myself in uncomfortable situations. And. Being able to say no to things that I really want to do. Saying no to myself, a big one. But also saying no to other things that seem fun, seem awesome, but don't really align with my life in this given moment. A big one being girls 
and relationships. Now, I know there's different opinions on this area. And I personally feel that the worst thing that I can do is get in a relationship and have my energy taken away from the task that I have at hand right now. And I think what really helped me with this decision is really random. I remember I was on my way to hot yoga one day and I'm on the freeway. And I'm either listening to the 10x rule by Grant Cardone or be obsessed or be average by Grant Cardone. But Grant Cardone is talking about when he's working to build a business for himself. And he said he wants to go and he got a girlfriend. And I'll never forget this. He said, look, man, if you're trying to build a business, you don't need a girlfriend. And I said, Roger that. Sounds great. And kept that in mind. And now here I am. I'm building a business. And I I can see how it can, you know, divert my attention and think, oh, it's just because it's this human nature, you know? It's human nature to want a companion to be with and have a romantic relationship with. And I think the quarantine's the best thing because I don't have to worry about going out and and while people are going out and meeting and mingling and I feel good like hey the world's kind of on shutdown I can put this work in it doesn't make sense for me to go out and try to meet girls anyway and you know this and sort of like and it just doesn't make sense like the, the risk as far as putting my family at risk and and it'd just be really dumb for me to go out and leave my house and and, and focus on meeting women right now. It, it just doesn't make sense. I got some. I'm headed in the, in the right direction, and I'm facing my fears in, in in my own ways with business. And I'm very fortunate to get a lot of guidance and support from my brother-in-law, my sister, those are my morning hustlers. It was good to get that support. Uh, but ultimately, I, I got to keep my head on straight. I got to stay focused at the task at hand. I can't put my focus into many different things because I'm not going to get the kind of results that I want. And I'll get there a lot sooner if I were to make those sacrifices in terms of not getting in a relationship at this point of time. And I'm 100% okay with that. And I also feel great within myself. To know that. I can go out. And find a girl that I like. As opposed to. A former version of myself. Going out. And seeing if I can find a girl that likes me. Do you see that frame there? There's a different. There's a different frame of thinking. That goes into that. Because one of them comes from the frame of I really I need not like in a sense maybe I need a girl. Like searching for that and looking to her for making the decisions. Whereas I know that I'm a strong man 
I know that I'm headed towards the right directions or the right direction. I know that I can really offer a lot and I can really transform someone's life. And now it's just like, okay, let me find a girl that I genuinely have interest in. And there's a lot of girls who are pretty, but there's nothing to back it up as far as personality. And they are like some, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to general, generalize this oversimplification, but like before, I feel like if I saw this really hot girl, I would put her on this pedestal. She would have this, this halo effect. She's perfect, right? Even though I never said those words in my head. It, it gave this sense of like, if I were to get her, I would be winning more than she would be winning. Now, I feel that I'm coming from the dynamic of if we were to get together, if I were to find a girl, she would be winning. She would be delighted to be part of my life. And she would be happy that I chose her. To come along the journey with me. Instead of me feeling happy. That she chose me. To go with her. Girls. Have a lot of options. The thing is. A lot of guys. Are. Like we have. Like we have this. False. Belief. As to. How. We. Mate. And attract. The opposite sex. And, we're, and a lot of people going about it in the wrong way. And I used to be the same way. Like, just just confuse as to what, like, women really want, you know? They think women want is a leader. They want someone that they feel safe, that they can trust, that they, um, that, that that's on his purpose, that's doing what he, like he has his head on straight. They don't want these guys who are like fucking losers. And when I say like a loser, I mean like a guy who's just like doesn't have his own model and frame of how he sees the world. A guy who would so easily bend to her opinion. She wants a strong man who has a plan as far as where they're going to go. If you look at it, and this is, of course, there's, this is not just like the rule. Or this isn't like, this isn't the case with every single case. You got to think of it in terms of not necessarily male and female, but masculine and feminine energy because you can have like feminine men at their core and you can have masculine women at their core and funny enough the two attract each other a feminine man and a masculine woman and it's the same thing on the flip side for the most part most men have a masculine core and most women have a feminine core. Now, masculinity, the energy, is energy that is on its purpose. 
Okay, and every person who has the dominant male masculine energy also has feminine energy with inside of them. So it's not just straight up 100% masculine and 100% feminine. It's like there's a mixture. Same thing with feminine energy. They have right now feminine energy is more focused on relationships, connections, and of course with the person who has a feminine dominant core also has some masculinity to them as well in their own way. Now, what causes attraction is polarity. When you have somebody who is able to make decisions, they have a sense of purpose. Like a good way, I read this from the book, The Way of the Superior Man by David Data. He says that masculine energy feels more fulfilled and happy when it's on its purpose. So masculine energy can feel great if it's on its purpose and their relationships aren't as great. Of course, they're going to feel they're still going to want to mend those relationships, but they feel great. However, if the relationships are great, but they don't feel like they're on their purpose, then they don't feel fulfilled. Now, someone who has a more feminine core really cares more about the relationships that they have in their life. So let's say that the person with feminine energy their relationships are fantastic in their life. Things are going great for their for the people that they have in their life. But like they're not necessarily more so on their purpose. They still feel really fulfilled because of the relationships that they have. Now, if a person with a feminine dominant core, if they had Real, like their relationships were rocky and it was tough, but like they were making money, they're on their purpose, they're going good. That person wouldn't fulfill, feel fulfilled at their core. So the thing is, a lot of men don't have that masculine polarity. They don't have that strong sense of purpose. And a lot of women have to take over that role, that masculine role they're not able to sink really into their feminine core because they don't feel safe how can you possibly feel safe if you're operating or or you're working with a man who you know like it doesn't really have it all together and now you have to you know your masculine energy has to be taken out like brought out a little bit more and now you have to kind of direct the, the, where everything's going to go and the relationship's going to go. And then you lose attraction because that polarity doesn't exist. It's tough, right? And man, I just think it's so insane how someone can go through a, a a transformation and all this started with was belief 
and that and and I have so much respect for a person who starts off with that belief and and stays with that and doesn't give up because the transformation they have is they they wouldn't trade it for the world and and I'm speaking for myself here I was watching this documentary about Dennis Rodman and how he was very shy and the rough life that he lived. And one thing that I appreciate about Dennis Rodman is at his core, in his heart, he's a good guy. He's very loving. He's a very loving character. He kind of reminds me of, of my father. Because Dennis Rodman, they, they talked about in the documentary, he would be, you know, 24, 25, 26 years old. But he his maturity level wasn't there. He 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 seemed like you're talking to a kid who was like 18 or younger. And Dennis Rodman didn't feel like he had a childhood, like his childhood was taken from him. And that's the same thing. For Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson's childhood was taken from him. Oddly enough, same thing with my father, my dad. Now, the what the the thing that I see in common amongst the three is they all got love. They're operating with love from their core, and they and they needed love. And Mike Tyson found love from Customato, his mentor, who was unfortunately taken from him before he won the heavyweight championship at 20 years old. Dennis Rodman, he found it from Chuck Chuck Daly and the, the Detroit Pistons. And before a little bit before that, he found it from you know a good friend of his. I think his name was uh, Steve. It was a white family, and Dennis was twenty four years old, and he was at summer camp with this kid who was thirteen, and they ended up becoming good friends. And the kid took him home, and it was a white family, and it, it was a very interesting experience for Dennis. But he felt that love. And same thing with my dad. He wanted love so, so, so bad. And he really felt that he, I, he said that I, I gave him purpose in life to keep on moving on. He said that I changed his life completely. My birth completely changed his life. Because he says I brought him a lot of joy. And at the core, what we, we, we really want love. And I feel the same way. Even though I can, I have this abrasive, abrasiveness about me. I just want love. And I want to give love to the right people. Because not everybody deserves your time. Not everybody Deserves the kind of love, respect, and resources that you can provide to enhance your life. And it's a disrespect 
to, to you from yourself to allow yourself to let those people into your life. The only people that I want in my life are people that I can in, enhance their life and they want their life to be enhanced. They want the next level. I I don't have any desire at all to spend my life, my time with people who are okay with, uh, this is okay, this is good enough, and that's fine. And they don't have this uncomfortableness within inside themselves to, to push themselves and get the absolute max out of their life. They don't have that burning desire inside of them. It wouldn't make sense for me to hang out with that person because I could be spending my time enhancing somebody's life where they can use the resources that I have to provide and they want them and I want to give it to them. Man. Anyway. I'm in for a long night, and um, I'm a little excited, to be honest with you, because there's a few things that I really want to get done, mostly create a content plan on what are the videos that I'm going to film once I get to Big Bear, how many am I going to film, What what's the setup going to look like, what times of the day, uh, what topics, like... Uh, like, and they gotta come up with a with a strategy. Like, how many times a week do I want to be posting, and how can I basically dedicate a lot of time to this? Like, front load the work, where now that's kind of running in the background while I put my focus towards other things. And I, I, man, having a business is so awesome. It's just really awesome. Like, uh, my mom. I was talking to my mom today. She goes. Are you working today? I'm like, mom, I, I go to work whenever I want to. And it is every day. And I'm, and I'm happy to go to work. I, I've had jobs where I hated going to work. I remember when I was working at my kickboxing studio. I remember we had a meeting at, I'd say, we'll say it was 2 o'clock. Let's say it was 2 o'clock. And I remember it was like, shit. I, I would, The parking lot was really vast. So first, I would pull in the parking lot. And I drive very to the very back of the parking lot because I didn't want people to see my car that I worked with as they went into the building. Uh, I would get to the place like 15 minutes before my shift started and I would never walk in early. Never. I would go park in the back of the parking lot and I would chill out and I would just think about how much I hate the place. I think about how much I disliked my coworkers and... I I just I just didn't like the owners. No respect for them. And I know what it's like to hate the place that you call work and you dread it. Now there was fun parts of it. And the fun parts was when I was teaching classes, public speaking, building relationships with the members. That was all fun, but 
to hang out with the fucking dummies that I was working with, that was uh that wasn't a good experience. There's one guy. I always gotta add this in because I don't know if he's ever listening, because he had a growth mindset. He he was he was awesome. Sometimes he would stay like after work, like we would close down the studio, but we would just have a hang out, have conversations about life. And he was a really cool guy. Love the guy to death. You know, no disrespect to him. He's the only guy that I really liked um working there. And uh just overall the place sucked. And then working at LA Fitness, I, I liked the I liked my first situation with my manager at the first location that I was at before I got promoted. But the second location I was at, I, I really didn't like it. I, I hate I, I dreaded going into work. I didn't like uh, there's a couple people that I liked, you know, but uh, my my manager, just a fucking idiot, um, didn't work on himself, didn't invest in himself, and I do it. So many people put up with that. So many people live their life disliking going into work every day. Oh, I hated it. I hated it to pretend to be buddy buddy for the sake of uh, for the sake of the environment. Ugh, compromise myself. Ah, fuck that. Like, dude, you you make make the way you make money fun, and I know it's not for everybody, but. Shit. You gotta find a way. Anyway, it's it's time for me to, to get to work. I gotta I gotta put some work in and uh I'm feeling really tired, but one thing that I like about being an entrepreneur is just like it makes me feel proud of myself that I can just go in and put some work in while other people are bullshitting their time. People are drinking more, they're playing video games, they're catching up on shows on Netflix, they're watching Hulu. And and I, I I have no choice but to but to thank those people. I just want to say I just want to say thank you to those people who are wasting their time, because me and the people that I'm hanging out with we're gonna be so fucking ahead of those people that are wasting their time right now, and that gives me a sense of pride. It makes me feel good. It really does. So anyway, um. Glad you listened to this podcast all the way through. And um, I'm, again, I'm excited to, to build some relationships with you listening and, and help give you guidance and help you live a more fulfilled and purposeful life that you can lead and be proud of at the end of it. So hope um hope you're having a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Peace out.